Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You could check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books every single month, no matter when you listen to this episode. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show, and you can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you can take a screenshot of the Apple Podcast review and message me on over at Instagram, at Dr. Will Cole, and message me with that Apple Podcast review. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram as well as the Apple Podcast reviews themselves. And then I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, good luck. Let's get to today's guest. I learn something new every single time I talk to this man. He is brilliant. You're gonna learn so much from him. His name is Naveen Jain. Naveen is a serial entrepreneur and philanthropist on a mission to solve the world's biggest challenges through innovation. He turns big dreams into action, spurring massive cultural and technological changes. Jane is CEO and founder of Viome Life Sciences, a global healthcare company on a mission to make chronic illness optional, and founder of Moon Express, the only company with permission to harvest resources from the moon. As a sought-after thought leader, he has received various industry-praised accolades, including Fast Company's Most Creative Person and Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year. Let's get right to it. This is Naveen Jain's Art of Being Well. Naveen, my friend, 
you're one of my favorite people to talk to. And I'm, this is the first time that you're on the podcast. So I'm excited to share it with everybody that listens. How have you been? Well, first of all, what a pleasure to be with you again after the IG Live. To answer your question, I'm doing absolutely amazing. And I feel this way when I wake up in the morning and I feel the same way when I go to bed. So life Amen. is unbelievable. That's amazing. I love that. So I think of, I thought about this before we started recording. I'm like, you know what, Naveen and I, maybe we'll get another few friends of ours as well. We should go on a gut health tour because I think you and I can make and rebrand talking about poop and make it fun, make it interesting, make it fascinating and empowering. I think it's a good idea. Well, so first of all, you know, the people who poop together stays together. So there you have it, right? <laughs> but, you know, it's really about rethinking about who we are as human beings, right? We have this fundamental idea that we are a product of our mom and dad and their their DNA, what makes us who we are and their, that's our destiny. And what we realize that as we grow older is that 99% of all the DNA in our body or all the genes in our body are not our own. They don't come from our mom and dad. They come from these microbes that live in our gut, 39 trillion of them that live in our gut, in our mouth, in our ear, in our nose, in our eyes, in our head, all over us. And you're probably feeling icky by this time. I can't, I can't take a shower. I can't get it up there. <laughs> get it off. And, but that's my point. They make us who we are. Without them, we can't live healthy. So we have this symbiotic relationship with them. We co-evolve together. We are humans. Their DNA, we don't, we don't know many things how to do. For example, such a simple thing. When you eat a root vegetables, you eat anything, whether it's lentils or beans, everything has fiber. Our human body cannot digest fiber. Think about that for a second. We cannot digest fiber. In turn, we co-evolve with these trillions of these organisms that actually ferment that fiber because we feed them. In turn, they release the nutrients that our body mm. can produce. Our body doesn't know how to produce butyrate. It doesn't know how to produce these short-chain fatty acids. It doesn't know how to actually produce vitamin K and a whole bunch of nutrients. So what do we do? We created this symbiotic relationship. You help us digest, you know, we feed them, they feed us. And now mm -hmm. this means, us, you know, we were talking about the poop. Now imagine, if you think about it technically, when we are feeding them, they're pooping out these nutrients and we live on their poop. <laughs> it all comes back to poop, Naveen. I mean, that's basically, <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they learn nothing more in this podcast, they're going to learn so much more, but that's a good place to start as far as learning goes. So, I mean, I love the way you put things so eloquently. So let's talk about this co-evolution between the microbiome and us. I find that fascinating. You think about it. We can't exist without it, yet we take it for granted. So, and even if you think about it, the, the, the fact that the mitochondria is sort of this remnant, right, of, of the bacteria as well. Can you just talk more about the, the co-evolving relationship between us and the microbiome? I mean, if you start to think about that, you know, the life on earth, and we can sometimes go totally tangent on that, how did the life on earth started? And I think many people who are keeping track of the news, 
just two weeks ago, they found the meteorite that actually have all of the amino acids and all of the base pairs, ACGT, in that meteorite that fell from space. Now, it is quite, that means all of the building material for what became, whether it's amoeba or whether it became human, actually came from outside the space. That means for all practical purposes, we are all aliens. Right? So in, in case you always wonder, are there aliens out there? Look in the yeah. mirror. Having said that now, so imagine as the life started, it started with a single cell. And then we start to, the cells start to merge together and they became the multicellular organism. And as we start to look at the evolution of humans, you would say that within our cell, we start to absorb the functionality by co-absorbing other organisms inside our cell. So inside our cell, there are these compartments and these compartments, we call them organelles. The organelles are essentially these tiny, tiny compartments, essentially as separate organs within our cell. They're all part of our cell. So there is a nucleus, then there is cytoplasm, and then there is mitochondria and all of these things. And the belief is that the, all of these things, actually, first of all, not a belief. The fact is mitochondria has its own DNA, and it's separate from our DNA that we get, we get, right? So we have this human DNA, we have this mitochondrial DNA, and then we have these microbial DNA. So we have three types of, you know, at least three types of DNA, which is all these things that make us who we are. Now, what's mm -hmm. interesting, and I, as we go along, we'll come back to it in a second year, but let's stick on a co-evolution. As we started to get a single cell that is actually multi-cell within it, and then we actually start to have, you know, obviously as human beings, are trillions of cells in our body. Now, what's interesting is we realize that to make such a complex, a complex organism or call that a super organism we call human, that it had to be extremely complex. And we realize just like software, what if we can actually start to outsource the functions to an external entity that can do these things. And if we co-evolve together, they will find it beneficial to live inside us because we provide them the nice, warm, moist environment. And we go scrounge around the food to feed them. In turn, they will feed us and perform the functions we need. And then we can actually create this. And, you know, that, that's how that's a human centric approach that we co-evolve together. Now, if you look at a cynical approach from microbes perspective, they were here three and a half billion years before there was any twinkling of any humans in our, in our <laughs> right. ecosystem, right? right? Imagine if this is how it really happened. All these microbes one day got together and said, we're sick and tired of living in the savannas of Africa. We need to find a way to get out and explore the world. And the smart guy says, I have an idea. What's your idea, son? What if we can create something bipedal? We can all, trillions of us can live inside it. And what if we make it so that we can make them do what we want? When we want to eat food, we make them hungry. 
when we are full we make them say hey no more food so we control their desires we control their actions and they would go everywhere and they'll poop everywhere and they will spread us around so we can literally take over and create the human body and they call this bipedal thing humans and when they created humans then everybody was happy for a time being and then they suddenly realized holy shit what have we just created just like today we are afraid of ai we are thinking someday if ai or artificial intelligence becomes smarter than us would it just take over and god would they just treat us like slaves right yes. and these microbes suddenly start to realize oh my god what have we created and they reassemble and say master master we have a problem what's the problem son aren't you worried we have created this humans they starting to develop this thing called brain and what if one day their brain starts to become so smart they can start to no longer follow us master said for a second don't you worry about that son we took care of their problem what did you do master oh i forgot to tell you we live in the majority of us live in the gut we put a direct connection to their brain called a vagus nerve and that's the gut to the brain and guess what they're going to call that a vagus nerve don't let them fool us just because they call that after las vegas what happens in the stomach not going <laughs> to stay in the stomach so what happens in the gut goes everywhere they can call it a vagus nerve but what happens yeah. in the gut is not going to stay in the gut guess what now you can literally look at the scientific papers that clearly show what happens in our gut controls our behavior it controls our addiction it controls in fact many of our actions including our depression depression symptoms anxiety symptoms and many of the mental health issues the neurodegenerative issues are controlled by them and the master said look that's the thing but he said master what if they don't follow us how are we going to control that they're going to feed us well master say that's really easy right inside their cell we put our brother they call that mitochondria and we directly mm-hmm. talk to my to our brother mitochondria they don't feed us well we simply tell our brother to shut down Cross the down. energy fa- shut down the energy factory and once the energy factory is shut down they are dead so they going to feed us well because we they know we have connections yeah. to everywhere right? oh so now, my gosh <laughs> i love the way your brain works and that is it's, it's fascinating because you tell in such a colorful way but it's in fact so it's the truth it's what it is it's this the beautiful relationship and you're right it's quite a human centric to say we co-evolved actually <laughs> we're i have always thought of us as like sort of the sophisticated host or like you said this vehicle for yeah. the larger microbiome to do its bidding yes that's right <laughs> for, i mean we're one, basically an unbelievably great container to carry them around spread them around by pooping everywhere remember before we had these toilets we used to poop everywhere and that's how we spread them around right so they took over yeah. the world because they they basically created this beautiful container right hey thank you thank you microbiome i i love you <laughs> take care of me i'm not a, your enemy <laughs> come in peace most of you know my day job is running the telehealth center and a lot of my job is really researching the latest in the scientific literature to apply it in telehealth patients lives an area of research i've really been geeking out about is postbiotics 
and how many of us don't have the proper bacterial diversity, ability to produce these beneficial compounds. So supplementing with specific and certain postbiotics is a great way to support longevity, support strength and energy levels in our body. One specifically that I'm so excited about the research is urolithin A. I actually had the medical director of Timeline Nutrition on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It's all about this postbiotic called urolithin A. And up until now, there hasn't been many supplements on the market to support mitophagy, which is mitochondrial autophagy, the flushing out basically of old damaged mitochondria, which we need for cellular energy and optimal brain function and longevity. When I discovered this new compound called urolithin A, I was very intrigued. It's derived from pomegranate, but it's very hard, nearly impossible to eat or drink enough pomegranates to get the scientifically proven therapeutic dose of this postbiotic urolithin A. This is where a product called MitoPure from Timeline Nutrition that I was talking about comes in. They've got three different ways to get your daily dose of what the research shows to be beneficial. This 500 milligrams, that's the sweet spot of urolithin A in their MitoPure products. They have a delicious vanilla protein powder that combines muscle building protein with the cellular energy of MitoPure. They also have a berry powder that mixes easily into smoothies or just about any drink that you wanna put it in. And also the soft gels for travel. I honestly, in between consulting patients, I prefer the soft gels. But honestly, if you want a delicious drink, the vanilla protein powder is great. The berry powder is great as well. I just prefer the capsules overall. Timeline is offering 10% off your first order of MinoPure. Go to timelinenutrition.com slash Will Cole. Use code Will Cole to get 10% off your order. That's T-I-M-E-L-I-N-E-N-U-T. R-I-T-I-O-N dot com slash Will Cole. I recommend trying their starter packs. You can actually get all three formats and see which one you like the best. As someone that runs a telehealth center, I will oftentimes integrate talk therapy and different mind-body practices into our telehealth patient protocols. A resource that I've loved for a long time for our patients is Talkspace. Talkspace makes it very easy for us to integrate therapists into our telehealth patients' lives. It's convenient to meet therapists online, at home, or wherever they're most comfortable. I love Talkspace because it really fills in the gaps for us to provide the best care for our telehealth patients. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but you don't have to wait. It's easy to find a great therapist now through Talkspace. Therapy can be a guiding light, help you shift your perspective and find tools to cope in difficult times. There's no need to wait. Talkspace makes therapy accessible and affordable for people all over. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a therapist who's right for you, typically and only within 48 hours. So definitely check this out. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home or work at lunchtime. I have many telehealth patients do that. They just sit in their car and have their session there. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made very easy. As a listener of The Art of Being Well, 
you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash ABW. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash ABW to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash ABW. So I love the science around when we as humans first get our microbiome. Yeah, so can yeah. you shed some light for people? Where does it begin? Do we get it in utero? Does it, wh where does it happen, Naveen? So there, is a, there is some, you know, discord around. Is your, are you a, when you are baby in your mother's uh, things in the womb, is this environment sterile? There are some research that shows that actually placenta has microbiome and amniotic fluid that's inside the womb actually has microbiome. But, and there's some people say, well, that's really not there. It's all contamination that happens because we are analyzing it. But we all agree the exposure, the biggest exposure to the microbiome you get actually comes when the baby goes through the birth canal. And that's the first exposure to this external microbes that we get. And whether it's the first exposure or at least the largest exposure to the microbiome when the baby is going through the birth canal. And that's the reason the babies that are born to C-section, they completely miss out on that microbial exposure that comes from the birth canal. Instead, they are now exposed to the skin microbiome. And many of the children tend to have high allergies, high eczema, and many of the diseases because they were not actually gone through the normal birthing, birthing process. Now, that is the first exposure that every time we eat any food, we breathe air. If we had a microscope in our eyes, we will see we are inhaling billions of microbes and we are exhaling the billions of microbes. And that's the reason where we live matters. So when you are in the nature or you're living in a farm and when you have farm animals, whether it's the horses and the cows and the goats and everything, Guess what's happening? All their poop everywhere when you're smelling, you're taking billions of those microbes and now your body is even richer in terms of its diversity. So you constantly are getting a diverse set of microbiome that can perform different functions, right? So that's the reason you will notice the people who live on farm don't end up developing allergies. They don't say, oh, come spring season, their nose is running and they have itchy eyes. You just don't mm -hmm. get them. And people yeah. live in the jungles of concrete, right? You know, in New York, <laughs> and like, oh my God, my nose is running. I've got yeah. allergies from blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, the interesting thing is a lot of these things are controlled. So, as we were talking about, so your first exposure that happens. Now, interesting thing is when the baby is born, the first few days of the mother's breast milk contains something called oligosaccharide, human oligosaccharide. That is a human oligosaccharide cannot, cannot be digested by the human body. That is mm -hmm. only there, only can be digested by microbiome. Now think about it. What is nature telling us? Nature is saying we just created an offspring. To keep this offspring healthy and happy, I'm not going to feed it. I'm going to feed them because when they are healthy and happy, they start to actually train our immune system. So I'm going to just go one more thing and then I'm going to stop here. These microbes in our gut, when we are born as a baby, our immune system does not know 
who is a friend, who is a foe. What's an enemy? What's a friend here, right? So these microbes are actually start to train our immune system. Notice that babies get sick more often than the adults do. Why is that? Because baby's immune system is not yet matured. So every single thing they're exposed to the immune system, it starts to act. Over time, these microbes are starting to train the immune system to say, hey, we are friends, don't kill us. And guess what happens? That's why all of them can live inside us without immune system constantly trying to bombard and trying to kill them. We have microbes in our mouth. Our immune system doesn't kill them. Our microbes in our gut, they don't kill them. Now, what happens is these things are contained in this tube. So if you look at the human body, it's like a donut. There is a tube that goes through us right in the middle, goes from the mouth all the way to the back hole, right? Now, guess what? This tube is very well contained so that our body and our immune system, 70% of our immune system, by the way, is along our gut line. So it's constantly being trained by our microbes. Now, what happens is sometimes when we have a leaky gut, that means our lining in the gut is no longer solid and it's permeable. That means that things can go from one side to another side. Suddenly, the microbes go into the blood and our immune system goes haywire. It starts to attack them, right? And now we have a very active immune system that's constantly trying to actually get rid of these immune systems. When we brush, don't brush well, or don't have a good oral health, our gums start to bleed. What happens? Now a lining in the gum is become permeable, leaky gums. And now the bacteria from our mouth are going into the blood. Same thing happens. And that's, mm -hmm. by the way, is now linked to Alzheimer, Parkinson's, and many other neurodegenerative diseases. Our oral microbiome is now directly linked to diabetes. It's linked to heart diseases. And it's linked to many other diseases, including uh, uh, neurodegenerative diseases, right? So as we start to think about, we were talking about that, how microbes and us are actually start to form a, this relationship where they keep telling us, hey, we got a pathogen coming down from the food. Let's all bend together and attack it so we can kill it, so we can all live happy, right? So in some sense, the first sensing happens is when there is the external pathogen that comes into the gut, all the gut microbes start to release the signal to the immune system. We got a problem here. <laughs> Help us out. Send some artery. <laughs> and that's really so my point I'm going to make is that this constant communication between our microbiome and our immune system is really what keeps us healthy. When that communication breaks down and the sensing breaks down, that's where we start to body is no longer at ease. And when body is not at ease, what do we call it? This ease, this ease, this ease yeah. is really the body not being at ease and it in symbiotic relationship. Yeah. It's in so good. Dysbiotic, dysbiotic relationship. Yes, absolutely. And I, I had to say, as a clinician, I see this on labs yeah. all the time is yeah. that leaky gut syndrome, leaky gun, yeah. gum syndrome, oral yeah. microbiome, gut microbiome impacting that another leaky, a leaky brain syndrome, increased blood-brain barrier permeability, right. creating exactly. that neuroinflammation. It's a cascade, right, of, of issues. Yes. So the fascinating for years, the, fast, the research around what researchers refer to as an evolutionary mismatch or this sort of yep. chasm between our DNA and our microbiome, which like you said, hasn't changed in th so long, but yet 
our world has changed so much and it's creating this mismatch between epigenetics and genetics. So can you talk, like people that listen to the podcast obviously know the foods that we eat are a major component to the disruption of the microbiome and creating this mismatch. What are some other surprising things that maybe people wouldn't think about that's contributing to this damage of the microbiome and in turn hurting our health? So there there are a couple of things I think you brought up here that I want to, you know, just riff on. So first part is you ask, what are the other things other than food that impact us? We talked about where you live. So if you live near a farm, other thing, you own a pet. You know, if you have a dog and you are constantly interacting with the dog, dog is sleeping in your bed, you're, you know, touching the dog, you're touching your mouth, you're kissing the dog, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some really good studies with people, kids with yeah. pets, right? Early on, it's really have- helpful, just similar to yeah. the farm. Exactly, it is. That's so my point is, so having a pet, even having a human interaction, right? So every time you have a partner, you're kissing a partner, you're exchanging the oral microbiome, right? So the point is, so essentially is the place you live, the food you eat, and the other environments in a sense that if you have a lot of radiation, a lot of EMF, all of those things impact who we are and what happens to our microbiome. The second part I just wanted to riff on is that, you know, we talked a little bit about DNA and, you know, so I want to just, and I think you mentioned the word and I want people to pay attention, epigenetics, right? Our DNA is not our destiny. And I want people to just, I'm going to repeat it. Your DNA has very little to do with your diseases and your, the symptoms you get. Just remember for a second, if you do my DNA test today, and God forbid I gain 100 pounds. You do my test DNA again. My DNA hasn't changed. Now I become diabetic. You can do my DNA. It's not changed. Now I get heart disease. My DNA still hasn't changed. I get depression. I get anxiety. I get Parkinson. My DNA hasn't changed. Now I die. And then after I die, 10 years after you do my die, you do my DNA again. My DNA is still the same. You can still look at the DNA of a dinosaur from 65 million ago, right? The point is, if DNA can't even tell you you're dead or alive, how will it ever even tell you you're healthy or sick? So what changes when we become sick is our RNA. So DNA makes RNA, which is transcripts, that makes the protein or the amino acid that becomes the protein, right? So that people need to know what is changing is your RNA. So if you want to know, are you getting closer to being sick? Are you currently sick? is really measured by RNA. And and I think we're gonna talk about that, no, when we started while, and that was the fundamental thing we focused on. We say, looking at your DNA will not tell us why you are being sick. Looking at your RNA will tell us what is making you sick. Similarly, we talked about microbiome a lot. What's interesting about microbiome is the same thing. You can have the same organism actually produce something good in one environment, your gut environment, and the same organism in my gut environment can produce something totally toxic. Just like a human being, you take a person, put them in a good environment, good behavior. You put them in a bad environment, bad behavior. So what Mm. matters is what they are expressing, what they are producing, because our body doesn't have, you know, inside this, our immune system, it doesn't have eyes and ears. It doesn't say, hey, Ackermancy, I see you there. 
It simply looks at the chemicals, what is being produced. And that chemical is what that matters is what metabolites, what microbiomes are pooping out. <laughs> what is it that they are producing and how it is actually binding to the human cells. And that is what changes. So the key is don't ever do a microbiome test that tells you you have these organisms, you got these bacteroidetes, you got these permeates, you got these all, you know, a C, you know, cholesterol deficit, right? So it doesn't matter what organisms are there. What matters is what they are producing. And I want people to know and Google it for themselves. Many companies, or at least some companies are selling this company, probiotic called Acarmencia. Just Google for yourself. Acarmancia can be beneficial to some people or acarmancia can cause MS. So just type acarmancia and MS. It's the number one cause for people to get MS. So it's not the organism. It is the environment and what it produces that causes it to completely be different. At Viome, when I started, that's the thing we focused on. We look at your RNA, all of your mRNA. That four-letter word that we got used to during the COVID time, right? We look at all of your non-coding RNA, and then we look at all what microbes are producing, and then we look at the interaction between the, them to say, hey, this is what's going on in your body. So mm -hmm. I think if I may, you know, maybe let's just stop right there, and I'm going to let you continue, and then I'm going to tell you about how it is that we do at Wyoming and how it works. Yeah, I, yes, I'm for sure we'll get that, because I love the research you're doing. I'd love to for you to share the data that you've learned with Viome as well. Have you heard about Element? It's spelled L-M-N-T. I love it personally. I would use it on a daily basis. I use actually a little bit more when I'm using my infrared sauna, but even when I'm not using my sauna, if I'm working out, if I'm having a stressful day at the clinic, Element has been a game changer for my energy, my brain function. It balances just so many things in my brain and in my body. And I recommended it to patients. We actually put it in telehealth patient protocols and all my telehealth patients who listen, they'll tell you that Dr. Will Cole freaking loves Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix, if you didn't know, with everything you need and nothing you don't. It contains this really effective science-backed electrolyte ratio that I just find to be extremely impactful compared to other electrolyte products out there in the market. It contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, but it doesn't have any sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no fillers, no BS. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs because electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormone regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. I'm telling you, I have seen when people optimize their electrolyte balance, it can support so many different things in the body. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase, so get on it. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all their eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash willcole. This deal is only available through this link, so you have to go to drinklmnt.com slash willcole. That's drinkelement.com slash willcole. You all know I am a massive advocate for 
having agency over your health and testing, getting to the root cause. I look at labs for a living. I love this. But I realize there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that maybe aren't even looking for a functional medicine doctor. They don't even necessarily need one at this season of their life. But I still would encourage you to learn about your health, get a baseline, because to live your healthiest, longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside your body. What I recommend for people is something called Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis for everybody and clear recommendations plus an action plan on how to live healthier longer. So if you're interested in longevity, hormone balance, energy levels, digestive health, all that stuff, you have to check this out. Inside Tracker can also calculate your biological age. I love this. You can actually see the rate at which you're aging compared to your chronological age, as well as ways to lower your biological age based on your unique results and their recommendation based on your results. The thing I love most is that they give you things you can actually control, you can have agency over, like what foods are best for you and your labs, what supplements are right for you based on your labs, what workouts are best for you, and other bio-individual lifestyle choices. And did you know, you can actually use your health savings account, your HSA, your HRA, FSA to buy any Inside Tracker plan. That's which means you can purchase Inside Tracker using your tax-free dollars. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store when you sign up. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with science-backed recommendations to optimize what's not working for you, then you have to visit insidetracker.com slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com slash art of being well. A question that popped up in my mind was, yeah. you mentioned about acromancia and, yeah, yeah. and then, then the topic comes to mind. I'm thinking of the listener out there asking and wondering about probiotics. There's so yes. much pro probiotics on the market. They, they hear conflicting information, probiotics, prebiotics, postbiotics. Yeah. What's your view on all of that stuff and Absolutely. what should people be looking out for? What's the science say? I think that question, let's just expand that. So probiotics, prebiotics, postbiotics, supplements, right? People say, hey, take NAD, take NR. This is really good for your longevity. And if you look at the research, in fact, the research just came out about three weeks ago that says NR and NAD can not only cause cancer, but allow the cancer progression to actually accelerate when you take NR and NAD. Right? Suddenly, the things that were good for you, and now people are saying bad. People now, you saw everyone's the fat. Intermittent fasting is the latest fat. Everybody wants to go on intermittent fasting. There was a very large study that just came out about a month ago. And if you just Google intermittent fasting, people who are intermittent fasting die sooner than the people who are not intermittent fasting. Think about that, right? So basically, people say, hey, kale is really good for you. Coffee is really good for you. Then the coffee is bad for you. The kale is bad for you. If spinach is good for you. That's what the Popeye told you. It is spinach good for everyone, <laughs> right? So I think I'm going to just go now, go on that side to tell you that how it all works. Why do you constantly have this conflicting information all the time? And what do you do as a user, right? First of all, there is no such thing as universal healthy food. 
There is no such thing as universal healthy supplement. There is no such thing as universal healthy probiotic or prebiotic, right? So it all depends on what's happening in your body. Let me give you an example. So for example, broccoli. Broccoli can be good for you because it has a lot of fiber. Broccoli can be really bad for you if you have very high sulfide production in your gut because guess what? Broccoli contains a lot of sulfate that microbes mm -hmm. produce sulfide ox that hydrogen sulfide. Guess what? That's highly inflammatory. So if you have high sulfide production, you don't want to eat broccoli. If your oxalates cannot be metabolized by your gut microbiome, you shouldn't mm -hmm. be eating a spinach, right? Mm -hmm. Now, similarly, if you have very high bile acid, you shouldn't take turmeric. Everyone thinks turmeric is good for everyone. Guess what? Not when you have high bile acid. Similarly, people say vitamin B3. It is good for you, except when you have high uric acid. You don't want to take that, right? The point I'm trying to make is that people say beef, the red meat is bad for everyone. Guess what? Red meat is not bad for you. If you microbes, basically red meat contains something called choline and it contains called carnitine. Your microbes actually take that, convert them into something called TMA, trimethylamine. That gets absorbed in the blood and your liver converts them into something called TMAO, trimethylamine oxide. Guess what? That is what causes the heart disease. Now, if your microbes are not producing enough TMA, you should eat red meat and it's okay for you. And you and I both know people who ate red meat and live to be 100 years and healthy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not a particular food that's good for you or bad. It's really you. What you need to figure out yeah. is what food is good for you today and not forever. So it's not yes. like, hey, like your DNA. Somebody told me, hey, I shouldn't take a spinach and for the rest of my life I'm gone. Your body is constantly changing. So spinach mm -hmm. may not be good for you today. Year later, when you, you know, you went to, you know, spend a lot of hiking time, you've been now going around and you're eating different food. And now your body has changed, your microbes have changed. And maybe the spinach is okay now, right? Mm -hmm. So that's literally what we do, Will, is that at Wyoming, we have this thing. I think you've probably seen it, right? Oh, yeah. It's called full body intelligence. So you go to Wyoming and you can get this thing called full body intelligence. What do we do? We analyze the spit of your saliva. Like, why are we doing that? We are looking at all the oral microbial activities in your mouth, and we are looking at all the human genes, including mitochondria, that is in your mouth. Then we take a touch of your stool, and then we what do we do? We're looking at all of your gut microbial activities, and then we're also looking at all the human genes that are expressed in your epithelial cell, which is your gut line. You get a finger prick of your blood. So we get a couple of drops of your blood. And then again, what are we looking for? All of the human genes that are expressed, which is what? All of your interleukins, all of your immune system, right? So we are looking at all of the things that are coming out of your blood. We're looking at interaction between all of them. After you do that, so you send those things. You send us three drops of your blood, touch of your poop, and then you give us a spit of your saliva. A week later on your app, now we tell you what's happening in your body. Number one, what's your biological age? That means how well are you aging? I am 63. My biological age is now down to 50. That means my body is performing at age of 50. My hope is when I'm 70, maybe I'll be down to 40. 
And that means now, even though I am aging, but my body is functioning as a person who is at the age 40, right? Mm -hmm. We tell you your immune health. We tell you your brain health. We give you your cardiac health. We give you your gut health. We, and by the way, then if you want to dig deeper, we give you your dental health, your gum health, your bad breath health, your digestive efficiency. And then you say, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a nerd. Tell me more. Get, here's your oxalate <laughs> metabolism. Here's your putrescin production. Here's your sulfide production. Here's your LPS production. Here is your you know, uric acid production. And on and on and on. Your bile acid and your secondary bile acid. You can nerd out if all you want. And now you say, my head is exploding. Just tell me what to do. So we say, great. Here are the foods you should eat. Here are your superfoods. And for each food, we tell you why. Not just, we tell you, we tell you literally, this is what's happening in your body and this is why you need to eat this. Here are the foods you should not be eating right now. And we tell you, here's the food you should not eat and here is why. Don't take this thing because this is what's happening in your body. Then we give you the foods that you can enjoy and the food you should minimize. And then we go level deeper and say, by the way, here are the ingredients you need in supplements to supplement your diet, you need 22 milligram of blueberry extract. You need 79 milligram of this amino acid. You need 22 milligram of berberine. You need 72 milligram of uh, amylase, right? And we literally tell you all the vitamins, your minerals, your herbs, your digestive enzyme, amino acid, your probiotics, prebiotics, postbiotics, exactly what you need in what quantity. Mm -hmm. And then we make it for you. There is no pre-made stuff. We literally have a robotic compounding pharmacy that says, hey, Will, this is coming for supplement for Will. We go and say, go to bin number 22, get 22 milligrams. Go to bin number 17, get 18 milligrams. Go, go to bin number 27, get 89 milligrams. And we literally create this powder for you, put them in the capsule, and then literally ship it out to you. This is mine. As you can see, it's made on last month, just for me. Every month, it makes it just for me, right? In addition to that, these are my probiotics and prebiotics. I get them every single day. So literally, we tell you what you need and we make it for you. We ship it to you. Now, we're going to be adding more stuff. So as we learned about oral health and how oral health is actually mm -hmm. changing your systemic health. So, Will, this is the first time I'm telling anyone. We are going to be now doing the personalized toothpaste for you. That Amazing. has the gel that has your probiotic, postbiotic polyphenol to improve your oral health. We're going to have oral probiotic lozenges. So these are going to contain ultrabiotics. It has your probiotic, prebiotic, postbiotics, polyphenols for each person made for you. So you can adjust your oral microbiome, you adjust your gut microbiome. We give you supplements, we give you everything that you need. And hopefully as we go in the future, we can do your skin microbiome and come up with a personalized skin care product. We can do your scalp microbiome and come up with a personalized hair care product. So our mm. goal is to really personalize everything for you based on your body, not just going to Amazon and picking up anything you need. I love it. All right, so I have to share with you guys, this is a life-changing habit that I've cultivated and it tastes freaking delicious. I've been trying to be intentional 
with optimizing my protein throughout the day. It's not always the easiest when I'm busy consulting patients online, but something that I love and I want to share with you is Clean Simple Eats new protein powder. It's so freaking good. This protein powder, I've been seeing it all over social media. My team's been telling about it. People, they're on TikTok and telling me about it. It not only has great ingredients, but it tastes delicious as well. It's so creamy and smooth with absolutely zero chalkiness. You know that chalky aftertaste that many protein powders have? Not so with this. Each serving contains 20 grams of grass-fed whey protein. The whey is also cold processed from start to finish, keeping all the nutrients intact. Their formula also contains a digestive enzyme blend to break down the protein into usable amino acids. They have over 22 delicious all-natural flavors. My favorite is the Simply Vanilla. You have to check this out. It tastes like ice cream, but they have tons of other unique flavors as well. You can try 10 different kinds with their protein variety pack and see which one you like as well. It's only $18 with the code that I'm gonna give you to check to try out all the flavors. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is non-GMO, it's gluten-free. I mentioned it's grass-fed, always grass-fed, it's third-party tested and made with zero artificial ingredients. I love it. And I know you will too. Visit cleansimpleeats.com. Use code WillCole at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order at cleansimpleeats.com. It's just groundbreaking. I mean, and you're speaking yeah. my love language of bioindividuality. I mean, the, a few thoughts come to mind as you're talking is I see so much times where people think, well, that, that good, healthy thing that they read about, yeah. it's, it's about what's that interaction with your biochemistry, your microbiome, and then not just if it's good or bad, but how are you doing it? You mentioned like intermittent fasting. There's so many yeah. ways to do intermittent fasting or different probiotics. It's the dose, it's the person, it's how you're using it and who's using it <laughs> and if it's right for you. And just because something's healthy doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you. So I love that you're really honing in based on data, that bioindividuality and giving people accessible things that they can bring in their life based on their numbers. And the second part that you said that is, I see it play out in people's lives all the time is what serves you today isn't necessarily what you're going to have to do forever and ever. So for you, you mentioned oxalates or people that have sulfur or FODMAP issues. When you're dealing and healing from maybe the SIBO that's causing the FODMAP intolerance or the mycotoxins, mold toxins that's causing oxalate issues, then you don't have to worry about those food reactions anymore. And that's why retesting and evolving what you're doing and being okay, like pivoting isn't a failure. It's actually part of evolution of your life, which is an important thing. Adapting. I mean, it's constantly adapting as your body is changing. Your body is not static and nor should your diet be. Mm, and nor should your so supplements good. be. I mean, just because you, I mean, I remember seven, 10 years ago before I started wild. I would read in a magazine, oh, this thing helps you lose weight. Holy shit, I'm taking that. <laughs> I heard Dr. All say, I need this kumu kumu. That, I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm literally like, I'm reading stuff. I'm like, I'm going to take this too. And I'm taking all the shit in my body and I have no idea what it's doing to me. We call it a supplement graveyard. You're just taking all these things and you're like, ah, I think it's a good, I think it's good, but maybe just like be an expensive pee or something like that. And the point uh, is we change the paradigm to say, don't have 
don't take this stuff based on faith. Take on the fact, because every time you retest, it tells you, look, this was your immune score. This is not, you can see for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I know you're doing some groundbreaking things around early cancer detection. Oh, yes. Can you talk talk about that? I know people are going to love to hear about that. Absolutely. So this is, brother, this is cancer detection. You can literally go on my own and get this. So this is very interesting. Just with a spit of your saliva, we are able to tell you if you have any sign of early, early stage, stage one or pre-stage one cancer in your mouth or your throat. That's how we started. Just with that, we can tell you with 95% specificity, 90% plus sensitivity, if you have any sign of a cancer in your mouth or throat. And now we are extending this test to actually add other things. So your liver cancer, your lung cancer, your esophageal cancer, your stomach cancer, your colorectal cancer. And we're going to have these early diagnostic for things like IBD, early diagnostic for NASH or NAFL, early diagnostic for the things that you never even know that you, that you have. And the idea is the early we can diagnose, the sooner we, it's easier to actually cure it. So my goal in life, if you were to go back and look at what will happen in 10 years, is to prevent the people from getting sick by giving them the right food, giving them using a food as a medicine. And my belief really is, and, and Dr. Cole, you probably will agree with that. I believe the medicines of the future will come from a farm, not a pharmacies, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the first part we need to start yes. thinking about that. Right? And mm-hmm. you know who said that? is every doctor takes a Hippocratic oath, right? The Hippocrates is the one who said, all diseases begin in the gut. Let food be thy medicine, let thy medicine be the food. One man's food is another man's poison. (laughs) And this is something we didn't invent. This is something we knew 2,500 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Our goal really is to, you know, at-home testing that allows you to take control of your own health. I want you to be so empowered that when you go to a doctor, you have more information about your body than your doctor does. And that's, you know, I don't know how to say it. Obviously, you know, doctors are actually want to do good for you. They just know two ways about it. But if you look at that whole industrial medical complex, everyone in the industrial medical complex makes money when you're sick. No one makes money when you're healthy. Your doctor makes money when you're sick. Hospital makes money when you're sick. Your pharmaceutical companies make money when you're sick. Your insurance company, everyone benefits when you're sick. They can bump your premium because you're sick now, right? But no one makes money when you're healthy. The only person who doesn't like to be sick is you. And you need to be empowered. I don't know about you. I go to a doctor. Even before I open my mouth, the guy got a pad and he started writing. I doc, I'm a stomach. Oh, got a medicine here. He's hearing every word and he's writing the prescription. You give me the ill, I'll give you the pill. I mean, that's literally the whole model, right? That's the system, yeah. (laughs) That's the system. And I keep asking, Doc, you know, could there be a root cause I'm having all this? They don't care. They give you this pill and these pills have side effect. And they guess, they come back and say, oh, so you have muscle. I got more pills for you to take care of the side effect. They have more side effect. Now I got more pills for you. And by the time you get back to my age, you're popping more pills than blueberries. And you're probably right there. 
It's true, my friend. And you're changing the industry and changing the hearts and minds of people by empowering them to learn about their health. Because I think there's, and this is the disruption, right? It's it's brilliant, but the decentralization and the democratization of health information yep. has never been before in human history. There was always the gatekeeper of the white coat, the labs, yep. let us give yep. you the appropriate step. Now you're giving people agency over their health, which is is really revolutionary and radical for a system that's quite monolithic. And like you said, a lot of money behind it as well. And, you know, Dr. Cole, first of all, I got to give my hats off to you. And, you know, the things you do as a doctor, you are spending your time educating people. Now, imagine you could be sitting there doing anything, but you dedicate your life to making other people's life better. Now, that to me, the higher purpose that you have, Dr. Cole, my hat's off to you for every day what you do, because you are serving people to be healthier. And now imagine if you create this business that actually makes money from keeping other people healthy. Think about that for a second. Yeah. That is a higher calling. It is. I mean, it's a novel idea, but you're right. It's thank you so much. It's a sacred responsibility for me and something that I am quite humbled about the 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 chance to be a part of somebody's health journey. I don't take lightly. And same for you. Like as you're talking, I'm thinking of this purpose and this passion. And I think, do you ever, I've never asked you this before, but did you ever feel like this is your calling? Maybe the microbiome (laughs) is telling you to do this. This is your purpose to save, really save so many people. Well, to be honest with you, I lost my dad to cancer. And that was my calling was, I saw him suffer through it. And I realized that I can't save him, but there is something I can do to dedicate my life to solving this problem so other people won't lose their dads or moms or loved ones ever. And finding a way to keep them healthier, because to me, I wish I had known everything I know today so I could have changed Mm. my dad's diet. I could have done something to keep him healthier. And by the time we found out he had cancer, it was stage four and nothing we could do about it, right? Now, every day, you know, I live for purpose and my purpose is to find a way to improve, make other people's life better. I grew up very poor. We had no food to eat when I was growing up. We had no place to stay. I came to the United States with $5 in my pocket. And God has been so kind to us that, you know, anything I want in life, I have access to it today. With that, I feel the society has given me so much. I This is my way of giving back to the society. This is my way of, you know, learning, giving everything I have learned to serve others because i know that if i can spend two decades of my life to improving other people's lives we can not only create a great company but it serves a purpose of making me feel that i have paid my debt back to the society mm. i get up every day at 4 a.m and i jump out of the bed with joy wanting to do this and i tell every entrepreneur passion is for hobbies Passion is for losers. The winners have obsession, obsession to solve problems, obsession to dedicate their life to doing something that they will not give up, right? And that is really what drives me. My goodness, that is some deep wellness for sure, my friend. 
I could talk to you forever. Before we end the podcast, you know, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. At the end of the episodes, I ask my guest, my friend, some, I want to learn about your art of being well. This is Naveen Jain's Art of Being Well. First question, what's the worst tasting healthy food that you still eat because there's so much exciting health science behind it, but it still tastes freaking horrible? So interesting thing is it changes because remember my constantly the foods that are good for me are changing. So every six months when I do a test, there's always some nasty food that it come back and say <laughs> that is just good for you. Jerusalem you artichoke, Jerusalem artichoke, for heaven's sake. <laughs> so that how do you eat your Jerusalem artichoke? What's what's the way that you get it? I mean, you're gonna boil the damn thing. You're gonna take the thing out, put the salt <laughs> in it, and still taste horrible. Oh my gosh, that's a good answer. I mean, some a lot of fiber in there, right? I yeah. mean, what are some benefits of Jerusalem artichokes? Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of benefit in you, at least for me, at some point of time. Remember, yeah. you know, even though these things contain inulin, but inulin can be good for you, but you need the microbes to actually to be able to digest it. And if you don't have the right set of microbes, the inulin does no good to you. Got it. Great. What are two, for you personally, again, we're talking yeah. about, about bio-individuality here. What are two supplements for you personally that have been the biggest supportive tools for you? So again, I take these biome supplements. There are 52 ingredients in this for me. And this probiotics and prebiotics, 18 of the probiotics, prebiotics, and postbiotics that are in there. And they really, again, every time I do a retest, they actually adjust my stuff. And I can look and tell you exactly what they are, but they are constantly changing all the time. So it's really, it's not like one single thing that's good for me or bad for me. So is that all you, that's all the supplements you take? That's what, that's what I do. I take wow. eight, these capsule, eight of them here and a probiotic and a prebiotics every single simple, day. Super simple. That's great. Yeah. What ideally, if money wasn't, you know, a, a factor, what is your dream vacation? Uh, anyway, my dream vacation would be to where I can actually continue to work but in a nice and warmer place. So I love the warm places. So I would go to some place near Equator and ideally I would go to some historical place. I love Egypt. I love Greece. I love Turkey. I mean, I just places where, you know, you go back and say, this is what I'll be evolved, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. You're speaking my language. I guess this is a good segue. Do you know what Enneagram you are? It's like a personality motivation type test type? No, no, I don't. don't. You need to find out. You need, I bet I'm an Enneagram five, which is the researcher. I'm fat. I mean, that's why I love this health science and nutrition and history and all that stuff. I bet you're at Enneagram five. I'd be curious to see that. What's your favorite restaurant in the world? And when you're there, what do you order at that restaurant? So I, I absolutely love Indian food. It's such nice variety. I'm a, you know, I'm a vegan. So and it gives me a set of varieties that you rarely get. I love lentils. So whether it's yellow lentils, green lentils, I just love lentils. You give me a lentil, I'm a happy man. <laughs> I love it. If you are, do you ever go to Starbucks? And when you're, if you go there, what do you order at Starbucks? So generally, you know, I tend not to drink caffeine a lot, but if and when I go, I just love matcha tea. But Starbucks is probably the shittiest place to get a matcha tea because too much, they put the pre of sugar in there, but a nice yes. green matcha tea. 
Yeah, I agree. They put a little sugar in their matcha, which I don't understand. Why are you ruining something that's so polyphenol rich? It's a lot of yeah. exciting science. But you can get not organic, but the like the Emperor's Cloud. They have like some good yeah. green teas that are better options. Yeah. Do you what's a book that you've read in the last year? It could be fiction or nonfiction yeah. that's really was like just got you thinking in a in a fresh new way. Well, you know, I, I read a lot. I mean, and on many, many different subjects. So I probably read about, you know, several dozen books on neuroscience. So I like how your human brain works. I mean, Ray Kurzweil has a really good book, How to Create how to create the Mind. And I've read a bunch of books on epigenetics and genetics and, and things, same things. Love the book on life. Such, you know, I think it was a book called How Will You Measure Your Life? Clayton Christensen. And that really makes you think about that. At the end of the day, how will you define your own success? How do you live your life and how you define your own success? If you are an entrepreneur, you should probably check out my book, Moonshots. That's a book on, on how to create a world of abundance. Uh, Peter Diamandis has written some really good books that I absolutely enjoy. Kurzweil's book called Singularity is Near, just really a great book. Uh, he's, he's, the new version is coming out soon called Singularity is Nearer, uh, which I think is going to be phenomenal. I've just seen the early copy of it. And, you know, that's it. I love it. Obviously, bioindividuality as the caveat here, but is there a food, in your opinion, based off of all the data you've looked at collectively, is there a food that you feel like no human should be eating? Oh, my God. I would say any plant drugs. I mean, I'm just so against drugs. I just don't care what people say it's good for them or not. So whether it's a marijuana, it comes from a plant or anything. I'm just so against any drugs, hallucinations. And people say magic mushroom is really good. Maybe I, I'm just not. I just don't do any drugs. Fascinating. Yeah. So I, that's curious. So we've had some researchers on and, and, and yeah. definitely, I think it's not for everyone. Right. And, and I'm curious to get your thoughts and it's still, there's so much research that has to be done, right? And it, but do you, what's your concern with it? Is it just the impact you could have on the brain negatively? And I, I Dr. Daniel Amen says the same thing about yeah. marijuana. He said, yeah. you know, you hear it being glamorized sometimes, but he says the worst brains that he yeah. sees are regular uh, marijuana users. And by the, especially, especially young kids who take marijuana, there's irreparable damage you get from marijuana. And even though everyone promotes it as a safe, a safe thing to do, everyone should be smoking weed when they are young. And I'm just thinking, you know, the irreparable damage that happens. Now, you know, fungi, I mean, the mushrooms have a lot of, you know, interesting stuff in there. And part of this, we just don't know that the things that causes hallucination, it, it may be temporary if you take it once, but if you take it often, does it become permanent? And does it really causes the permanent damage in a sense, if your brain becomes so used to getting a dopamine hit, does it really change the way you look at life? And mm -hmm. so the fact is, I just don't know enough and I just don't have a desire to go there. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I hear this is for you personally. I love it. My friend, this has been a great conversation. Where can people go to learn more about Viome, get the labs that we're talking about, get the tailored yep. recommendations? I think we have, I saw your team sent me over a special web landing page. It's at viome.com slash Will Cole. Did I get that right? Perfect. Perfect. That's a great place to go to. So Viome.com, that's V-I-O-M-E.com slash Will Cole. Anywhere else they should go? Well, if they, you want to you know, learn more about me, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on LinkedIn, or you can find me on any social media. And please just send me a message. I'll be happy to talk to you. 
I love you, brother. I love every time we get to talk. Thank you so Thanks. much. Thanks, love. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.